spicy. All right, welcome back to Spicy Sundays. I'm your host, Jane, and today we have a pretty special guest. I'm pretty excited. From the title, we have a guest who works for the government, part of the Canadian Forces, and also just graduated from the military college in Canada. Welcome on board, Anna. Hi. Hi, Jane. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> um, so here on Spicy Sundays, we dive right into your finances, your habits, knowledge about what your finances are like, and then we just dive right into how you handle your financial portfolio. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so I've already given you a brief intro, but tell me about yourself. Like, what did you study? Where'd you go to school? What the school is like? And what are you doing now after you've graduated? Uh, so I graduated from the Royal Military College of Canada. It's a military school. Um, I studied business and economics there. And uh, my specialty in my current job is finance, which ironically, I'm not I'm not very good with finance right now. So um, uh, yeah, I have a lot to learn. And, and I also work with human resources as well. Oh, okay, so you're in the finance department. Yes. Oh, what do you do in the finance department then? Um, right now I'm handling like pay for the military oh. personnel, but um, a lot of my job right now is actually based on human resources. Mm. So a lot of like staffing management, um, staffing requests, things like that. I also work with civilians. So yeah, it's not just military. Oh, okay. Do you like being part of the Canadian forces? Um, so far it's going good. I definitely think it's a stable career mm -hmm. um, especially during this pandemic it's yeah the work itself is not too bad we're all kind of working from home as well with finance I'm always like no matter how much I'm earning I feel like I'm always struggling to make the best use of my money mm. and I feel that I I think it's like leaking money in like um, places you um, can save oh so yeah okay. like my mom always tells me like you're you know leaking money in places you shouldn't be that's a really interesting saying leaking yeah. money <laughs> I've not heard of that yet so far but I think that's a really good like phrase mm -hmm. okay yeah so I guess we'll talk about that where there <laughs> where it's leaking to and how we can stop the leakage <laughs> yes yes <laughs> nice okay so tell me about like where you're living right now I know with the Canadian forces you get sent somewhere and that's where you get to work uh yeah so when I graduated I my first posting that's what we call it um is was in Winnipeg so I'm currently working there and it's an air force base so um, across Canada, there's like different bases and okay. they're specialized in an element, which is Army, Navy or Air Force. Okay, so those three. Mm -hmm. And then every couple of years, we'll get posted to a different location and we, they try to place us in our specific elements. So okay. because I'm in the Air Force, they'll try to put me somewhere in another Air Force base once I'm done working with uh, in Winnipeg. Oh, and how long are you in Winnipeg then for? Uh, I think I'm set to stay there till 2023. Oh, okay. So it's about three years per posting. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. And if you don't mind asking, like, how, like, what's your um, annual income, like, your salary? So how do you sort of handle that annual mm. income with the expenses you have each month? So for officers, like, a left-handed pay is about 50 grand a year, around there. Okay, um, so pretty normal. Yeah, it, it varies 
you know, between people, but um, I've actually noticed that Winnipeg rent is very expensive. Oh, it's expensive. Yeah, you kind of assume Winnipeg would be cheap. Yeah. Or at least cheaper than Vancouver, but when I got there, um, my studio apartment was like $1,200. Oh, so it's kind of the same, like, mm-hmm. with Vancouver. Okay. Yeah, relatively, and I expected to be saving money on rent, but I was actually, in fact, you know, spending just the same amount as maybe a person would hear in like not downtown Vancouver but you know in another area so um that's something I'm kind of working on in reducing uh so that you know I'm saving money somewhere yeah um I think otherwise I'm leasing my car so I'm not really sure if I'm saving money there either Yeah. yeah and I think um one of the reasons why a lot of um people in the military consider like leasing or even when they get posted, they don't want to buy a house because mm, okay. we get moved so frequently. Right. So okay. I think that's one of the challenges that we face when, you know, we're making financial decisions oh, or big financial commitments. Yeah. I actually lived with a roommate this past year and she's moving out because she actually decided to buy a condo. Okay. And yeah, but the unfortunate thing is that she got the news that she's going to be posted out this summer, <gasps> which... Oh. Yeah, it makes it really difficult for her to now decide what she's going to do with that condo. Yeah. I actually thought about, you know, maybe mm-hmm. buying a condo myself because yep. I didn't want to be paying $1,500 by myself. Yeah, that's going out, you know, somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. And to move, you know, apartments every time I lose a roommate, mm. you know, that's hard as well. So right. I did look into it, but uh, I think I kind of came to the conclusion with like a lot of advice from my family and yep. friends that... Being a first-time home buyer, it's not always the best to do that in Winnipeg when mm-hmm. the housing market is not so great. Right, okay. So, yeah, people were saying, you know, if you're going to buy a house um, or a condo or whatever, do it somewhere where the housing market is good. Oh. In the military, it's very, right. very uh, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be as flexible as you can, but oh. it does make your decision a lot harder. Right. So I guess with car and living, it's kind of inevitable of what you can choose to do. Um, so I, I guess we can't really focus on anything on that. But what we can talk about is how are your savings like? What's your investment plan? What are your goals for 2021? Like, how are you looking at that so far? What, like, if you don't mind sharing numbers, like how much... Where do you have your money in currently right now? What do you plan to do with it? So far, I've been pretty risk uh, averse, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I keep my money in like a savings account um, where I try to get as high of an interest as possible. Right. Um, and I do disperse my money in like a couple of banks, not too many. Okay. So how many banks do you have currently right now? Um, currently I think I'm with three. Oh, okay. Yes. Why, what's the reason for having three bank accounts in different institutions? Um, well, one of them is mainly a savings bank, mm-hmm. uh, where they offer like a better interest rate than other ones I've seen. Right. So this is, we talked about this before, this was the credit union, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, uh, the one that I use for like checking, my checking account and my credit cards with BCIBC. Oh, okay. Um, so with the credit card, is it like a rewards points credit card? Uh, yeah, so it's a points credit card, um, mm-hmm. but it's based on travel. The Ventura one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have the gold Aventura one. Oh, okay. How do you, how do you like that card, like, with travel? Like, have you gone to use it on travel before? 
Um, yeah, I've booked a flight once, mm-hmm. and I do have to call them mm-hmm. um, to book a flight and see what's oh, available and how much, how many points it would cost. Yeah. So the thing with CIBC, because I also have a CIBC card as well, mm-hmm. um, it's not my favorite card. It's also not known to be the best credit card for use for travel. There mm. are actually better ones. Um, like, how much do you usually spend per month on your credit card? Um. I would say average fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen. Oh, okay. Is so that includes like your utilities, groceries. What else that what else does that include? Um, groceries just like daily spendings like food, um, and sometimes shopping. Okay. Yeah, hmm. things like that. Fifteen hundred's pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how <laughs> that that oh. money goes out, but, but yeah, every time I check my monthly bills. Yeah. It averages around, like, a grand to 1500 Wow, okay. If you don't mind asking, like, mm-hmm. how much is your limit on your credit card? Uh, so CFPC um, has increased my limit mm-hmm. um, a couple of times just automatically. Yeah. And I think on my current Visa card, it's about 8000 right now. Mm, okay. Yeah. So are you aware of how you can improve your credit score a little bit with what how much you use compared to your limit? Have you ever heard of that? utilization rate before no never yeah so with the credit card actually you always have to be mindful of your limit and how much you use each month so so far what you're spending about 1500 compared to your 8000 limit you're using less less than 20 percent that's about yeah I guess like seven no I wouldn't even say seven like 12 percent which is not bad uh the government of Canada actually recommends to use less than 30 percent each month that's so that, you know, when you when they are looking at your, like, for a mortgage or when they're looking at your portfolio, having a low utilization rate shows that you're not depending on your credit too much. So it's always good to increase your limit as much as you can. 8000 you know, that's, that's a good amount compared to how much you use. But if you do in the future ever have the chance to increase it, definitely take that opportunity for sure. With CIBC, though, it's a little bit harder to get a credit limit increase, I would say, just because it's a, um, it's not the big three in Canada. So big three is TD, um, Scotia, and RBC. Mm. Uh, so CIBC does have a little bit less opportunity of what you want to get from the bank. Um, so with that, I would say if you are looking into travel points, the two best cards that I think are the best number one TD first class travel hands down you get the most amount of points for your spendings of each dollar with adventure I believe you actually only get like one point per dollar uh with the gold one right Mm. and then with grass groceries and bills you get like two points or something Mm. with TD you actually get three points per dollar on grass groceries and bills uh, the other card is the RBC Avion Infinite card. It's very similar to the TD one, but the points that you rack up when you use the TD one actually racks up faster. So with when you want to get flight ticket or anything like that, or if you even if you want to buy a certain product, like it just your points rack up faster to buy those things. So those are the two things I would say. Um, if you are able to just keep that card, but definitely look into other cards for sure. Do you have any other credit cards right now? Um, I used to use the TD uh, Platinum Aeroplan one. Oh, okay. And um, because they had a promotional offer in the beginning. Yeah. So I, you know, would use the points after like a year. 
and then I just stopped because I felt like Aeroplan wasn't maybe the best mm -hmm. way to, you know, yeah. get points. And um, I, I would look up flights through the Aeroplan website, yeah. but they would only offer certain flights and oh. um, long layovers, things yeah. like that. So it was just hard for me to make travel plans using that. So with your 1500 expenses, have you ever set like a budget for yourself each month on how much you can spend for groceries, how much you can spend for taking out like your shopping maybe, things like that? Um, I actually tried to do that um, before, you know, I started working because, oh, yeah. you know, like my... That's good. I, yeah. I didn't earn like this kind of income. Yeah. And um, I just, for some reason, like I couldn't really differentiate my spending into categories as much as you know um I wanted to because at one point like I would just lose track of what I was spending and then oh. by the end of the month I'd be like okay I set my limit on you know groceries for like a hundred dollars but I ended yeah. up spending you know fifty dollars and then more on shopping instead oh. so it was just hard for me to know like what would come that month for yeah. me to spend yeah I feel like that is a good idea once you know how like the average that you spend on right. each category mm -hmm. um, once you start tracking. Because you've been living in Winnipeg for a year now? Yeah, a little over a year. Okay, yeah, so I mean that's a good time to know what your averages are like each month. Just because if you put yourself in the mindset of, oh, I only spent $100, like you set your budget as $200 for your groceries, but you only technically spent 150 so you have this room of $50, then most people will think, okay, I can use this $50 to buy something else mm. maybe it's for yourself maybe get a manicure something like that but really you should be sticking with that plan and if it is less than two hundred dollars that fifty dollars should actually be going into your savings so i guess you just have to drill that mindset in that just because you have room doesn't mean it can go somewhere else mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah that's the hard part so that's why a budget is really important mm -hmm. um but now that you know your average you can kind of set that up so with your phone bill being 55 dollars a month you can that's like set in stone groceries I would say maybe 500 it's better to have a bigger budget than a smaller budget because if you do set a smaller budget if it goes over then you'll feel bad about yourself right mm. so always keep a like a roomy budget and if you do not really reach that limit then you feel good about yourself and then you'll think okay now I can have that extra room to go into my savings instead mm -hmm. um which then at the end of the year when you look at that it's like Oh, that's actually kind of good. You feel really good. Mm -hmm. um, and then you also have, what other things? You like shopping? I, I have a dog. So, right, <laughs> yeah. Dog. Um, I, I realized that, you know, I feel like because it's kind of like your, your baby, mm -hmm. you know, you want to buy as many toys yeah. and like treats for them as much. Get as, the best thing out there. Yeah, exactly. So I realized that in the first month that I had my puppy, I was just ordering from Amazon like nonstop. Oh my God. And so I even got a Prime account, even though I'm not a student anymore. So I'd, you know, be paying $8 a month <gasps> for the Prime. Yeah. And just be ordering like treats treat after treat and toy mm. and be buying so many toys for my puppy right i made this decision because i felt like it was the best time for me yeah to get one i was at home, home. Yeah. yeah exactly i was at home all the time you know i'm not i'm not at a rank where i you know have a lot of personnel on a daily basis it's, oh so does that come with a higher rank then yeah, I oh, think okay. once you get uh, higher up in the ranks, mm -hmm. you just have more things to do, more responsibilities. Um, it's just harder to spend that time at home. Oh, okay. Kind of. Are you currently right now still an officer? 
Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, okay. So the whole um, the military college is an officer program. Mm-hmm. So once you graduate out of the school, then you um, are an officer for your career. Mm-hmm. And then as you go up in the ranks, you you just move positions and things oh, like that. So what's the next position after an officer? Um, so you're an officer the whole time. Oh, okay, whole time. Uh, yeah. So yeah. the only thing that changes is your position mm-hmm. or where you're at. Mm-hmm. And so after Winnipeg, I'll be moving into a different position. Yep. So um, I'm currently in the rank of lieutenant. Okay. And then the next one is captain. Uh-huh. And then uh, after it's major and lieutenant colonel and so on. Mm-hmm. From lieutenant, from second lieutenant to captain, it's all on a time basis. Oh. So you get promoted a certain amount of time passes, mm-hmm. but once you're a captain, then that's where you have to fill certain criteria and oh. kind of stack up points um, on your profile right. to get promoted to a major. So going back, so then with the puppy, your phone bill, utilities, taking out, where else is this going then? I do put um, a, a bit of my money into savings, mm-hmm. so that's just automatically deducted from oh, okay. my account. Yep. How uh, much of a percentage would you say goes out? Currently, I'm not saving too much. Um, I would love to increase this amount mm-hmm. in the new year, which is one of my New Year's resolutions. Yeah. But right now, I think it's about 15 to 20%. That's good. So, yeah, it is recommended to do 20% at least. Okay, that's not bad. Maybe we'll set up a goal for you to keep it 20%, and then maybe by August or something, you can have it. 30 percent or even Mm -hmm. a little bit higher but i would say 20 percent is a very good start just try to increase it maybe every quarter of the year or even just every half like every six months Mm -hmm. if that is hard for you to change but i'm glad that it's 20 percent we just have to find out where everything else is going to so my goal for you is take a look at your statements. I don't know if you've ever done that before. I love doing this. I print out my statements. It's important to print it out. You can always look at it on your app, online, but it's best to just print it out. Just look at a month. Highlight what are your expenses. So groceries, utilities, dog spendings that you kind of can't really fix. And then you need to filter out everything that is not those categories and reduce what you're spending there, right? Then you'll be able to know because it's so easy to spend your credit card, tap, go, and not be aware of what you're spending if it's not groceries, bills, or car or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So my tip for you, print it out, highlight it, and see where it's going. Mm -hmm. Because it's very bad that you don't know where it's going. (laughs) That is a huge thing. Definitely. Um I was actually gonna ask you when you say to set like a budget for each category of spending, how often do you recommend checking that like whether you're on track? Track, yeah. Every month is probably best Mm -hmm. because that's when your credit card bill resets your site like that's when the cycle is each month. So Mm -hmm. checking it every month. Don't be so down on yourself when you're going a little bit above. Um, That's when you just know like, okay, you maybe might have to adjust it a little higher and then put down certain things like shopping lower, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Really good like website that you can use by TurboTax. I don't know if you've ever texture uh, filed your taxes before mm -hmm. so it's called mint it's the same company they have a really good tracking budgeting and stuff you can look there there's also other ones as well you can just type it on google the other thing if you're really creative you can make your own on excel then you have your own categories and stuff but the nice thing about mint is that you can add your bank accounts to it and it'll track all your credit card 
transactions and put them into categories themselves Mm -hmm. so it's really good it's good to check those out just to have a visual kind of um automatic sort of app that it's letting you do this so you don't have to do it manually because i think the hard part is when you're starting you need to do these things on your own and you kind of might not know where to start but if you have these websites then it does it for you and then you can see and have an idea of how to do it and then you can start making it on your own Mm -hmm. so lastly i want to ask what are your investment plans like? So right now you have a savings account with, a, you know, funds in it. What, mm-hmm. Where else do you have your money in so far? Um, currently, all of my savings is in the credit union. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't really want to put my savings um, into just like a regular savings account mm-hmm. or like open up too many mutual funds in different right. banks. Um, I do have one in the... Um, in a financial institution that's associated with the military where they kind of help out military members oh. and um, provide, like, good interest rates mm-hmm. and things like that. Is this, like, a military bank? Uh, they're not a bank themselves, but they're just, like, a third party where oh. they help you invest your money. Yep. And um, they provide insurance as well, so, mm-hmm. like, life insurance, death insurance. Yeah. So I have some of my money in there, and I'm building a portfolio. And I'm kind of putting it in there um, over a lifetime. Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of staying, you know, I'm forgetting about it, leaving it there. And then with the credit union, it's more like, okay, I'm kind of watching how it grows and, like, where can I use this money? Mm. So, yeah, that's kind of where I am Okay. So that's really good on that you started with a high-yield savings account. With people who don't really know where to start, a high-yield savings is you know, that first step, better mm-hmm. than a savings account for sure. Um, and you sort of had maybe interest in going into the stock market too this year? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't really know about the stock market before, but with COVID happening, yeah. you know, that was a huge um, trend hap- uh, going on. So I kind of looked into it and I'm just kind of watching it right now mm-hmm. because I don't know much, but I feel that I want to kind of buy some stocks and yeah. before the you know economy goes back to normal. Right. So yeah, those stocks that you're talking about are actually called recovery stocks. So right now with everything being really down, people are buying it low so that in the case when the economy um, recovers, the stocks will recover as well. So one of those being Air Canada. That's a really good Canadian stock right now. Airlines is a little bit risky though there are there is two sides uh to the airline stocks some people think it's really risky because you know right now we don't know what the pandemic pandemic's going to be like flight industry is not stable whereas on the other hand if everything does get normal the people are wanting to get you know book those flights immediately wanting to travel and it will soar back up to what the prices were before mm-hmm. um so that yeah air canada is a really good one i think you told me before you do you have air canada stocks yeah yeah just a little bit like i'm putting my you know toes in the water right yeah. now and putting some uh money here and there but it's not a lot because i i'm definitely more risk averse than you mm. know you know taking that risk and right. putting a lot of money mm-hmm. i think with the stock market you just have to have that mindset you will lose money, especially if you're starting out with investing. You will lose money. It might be a big sum too, more than what, what you might expect. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that growth could also be more than what you expect, especially more than what you can get in a savings account for sure. Mm-hmm. But when there's growth, there's also a loss. I also heard that you might be interested in cryptocurrency as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I that was definitely a very foreign area for me too. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, like all of this financial um, side of things, I'm kind of learning about it now, like yep. the stocks and anything besides savings account. 
pretty much. Yeah. TFSA, all that, um, you know, normal stuff. Right. Um, so, yeah, like with the cryptocurrency, um, I feel like it's still foreign to me right now, but I've seen, you know, um, Bitcoin stocks go up and like other cryptocurrency stocks go up. So mm-hmm. I feel like this could be, you know, the future. This could be right. what's going to grow later on. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like some other companies, you don't really know where they're going to go because, um, you know, they've been around for a while. Yeah. And yeah, I think with um, technology in general, it's just going to, you know, develop later on. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, if you do ever plan on taking that savings funds from your credit union, wanting to disperse it into other places, I would say first option, look into some stocks that are stable. So big companies are really good, such as like Google, Amazon, Facebook, Nike, like these really big brands, they won't grow, you know, tremendously in one month. The other thing to sort of look into other than stocks is maybe put some, you know, into cryptocurrency as well. Not so much just because cryptocurrency is very volatile. So it goes up and down and it's 24-7, whereas the market closes at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and it opens at 6.30 a.m. But with cryptocurrency, every minute changes. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit scarier that way. It is a a little bit more fun because your money's going up and down really fast and you can check it every minute and see it it went up to like Mm -hmm. 15%. All of a sudden now it's like 5%. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely, yeah, I mean, the most important thing is diversing your portfolio. So this means don't put it just into tech stocks, right? Google, Amazon, Facebook, these are considered tech stocks as well as um, like restaurants, food companies. So Mm -hmm. like right now there's Beyond Meat, good food so if you do have a diverse portfolio then wherever you have your money some might you know stay the same but then another section of your portfolio could go up and mm-hmm. that could be like cryptocurrency for example mm-hmm. so right now your savings is in a tfsa then mm-hmm. yeah um i would recommend try to max that out as much as you can so i, th- I would say like if you're going to move out your money from your savings account do a transfer for sure okay All right. Well, thanks so much, Anna, for joining me on my podcast. It's really interesting on how, you know, a member in the Canadian Forces, it was really interesting kind of knowing how your spendings are, what your plans are for 2021 and your investing as well. Thanks again. Thank you for having me on this podcast. This is my first time doing a podcast. So, you know, I wasn't sure if I would be able to talk much or like say any interesting things no I think we're good (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad like finance has always been a huge part of you know my life and my weakness weakest point so uh, I think I've definitely learned a lot today yay I'm so glad I'm I'm hoping that you know you're able to take some of it of what we were talking about today thanks for coming on and we'll see you next week okay I'll definitely be tuning in (laughs) thank you Anna okay bye